Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome back to the Fandalorian Club here on Apocalypse Movies. Thank you guys so much for joining us as it is Fando Friday here in, uh, well, everywhere, actually. It is everywhere, Fando Friday. Um, it is Bad Batch Day, and we are here for episode seven of the Bad Batch titled Battle Scars, um, uh, an episode that I'm sure we're going to have a great time discussing because there's a lot of goodness inside this episode. Uh, a lot of stuff is kind of happen that we've been talking about some things are being set up now here for the future and we are almost at the halfway point of the season for the bad batch um jacob will be a little late he will be here very shortly look some of us work a little later on fridays and he got caught up but he will be here and for now we have uh mr brian alicino mr Gio ramos gentlemen how we doing doing good same man doing pretty good uh as you know jake i finally saw blade runner 2049 it Wait, that was your first time seeing it? Yeah, I'm sorry, what? That was your first time seeing it? Yes. Oh, my God. What can I say? Dang, you should have put that on the movie challenge list. Right? Wow. Yeah, not to change Jake, the subject. That's another Jake sci-fi. But Jake would have yeah. made sure that one got picked. <laughs> like, he's thinking uh, about it. Yeah, I would kind of blow That kind of blows my mind. I mean, I, wa- I watched it yesterday because it was Blade Runner 2049 day, but... Um, it has a day. Well, the there's a date in the film of when the child is born, uh, the child that's going to change the world, and it's 6, 10, 21. It was Blade Runner 2049 mm-hmm. day. So, Got it. Yeah. Nerd alert, yeah. nerd alert. Anyway, Star Wars. Yeah. Extra nerd alert. Extra nerd alert. Um, <laughs> we are here for the Bad Batch, guys. Uh, and again, we are on Episode 7, Battle Scars. Uh, an episode, like I mentioned, that has uh, a lot of interesting things in it. Um We've been waiting for the moment that one Rex would show up and he showed up. We've been waiting for the moment that Wrecker's chip would go off. It went off. Um, We have a lot of interesting things to talk about. And so let's just kind of start off a little bit with maybe a moment that kind of caught us off guard. Might be our favorite moment. Um, Something that you really want to kind of start off this episode with, uh, with episode seven. Gio, I'll go right back to you on this one. Uh, well, for me, it was the subplot of Wrecker's uh, chip going off. Um, I thought it happened a little bit too quick, a little too sudden, uh, in my honest opinion, because I was just, I don't know. I, in the beginning of the episode, I i saw him and Omega once again have a connection, you know, like a another example of their, you know, uh, their friendship, their bond. 
And I was like, oh, they're going to give us more of this as we're building it. I was not expecting it to happen during the same episode. Not that it was bad. I thought, you know, the way it executed was actually uh, pretty. Uh, I mean, when you could throw in the the hide and seek element of uh, mm. Omega and Wrecker, I thought it was uh, pretty horrific and uh, disturbing, but in a good way. <laughs> um so yeah that that uh whole subplot and how it wrapped up you know all of a sudden was uh definitely a highlight for me this episode interesting interesting take uh then i want to get into a little bit more uh brian what about you um i liked something that didn't really have to do that much with the plot and that is just the fact that they had to go to like an abandoned starship yard do you know what planet that is uh, I remember, but now I, I, I watched it at 1230, like right when it came so, out. So now I barely remember it. So since you brought it up, so the planet is called Baraka. Baraka, um, that's what it was. And Baraka is yeah. where Cal Kestis is in Fallen yes. Order. Yeah. Um, and that's where I, w- I was going to go to uh, with it is um, the fact I was like, oh my God, are they going to like, are we going to see him? I, I don't, I don't think we'll see Cal. No, neither do I. Yeah. But I was just like for a half second when I heard Baraka and then saw the shipyard and heard them say the scrapper guild, I went. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so Gio, a little backstory while, while Brian, and we can get into this too. Uh, so Jedi Fallen Order, the video game um, mm-hmm. about Cal Kestis, the young Jedi who escaped Order 66. And it's kind of his way traveling through Order 66 and all the Empire's reign and everything. Uh, his story starts on Baraka. He's part of the Scrapper Guild as a scrapper hiding in plain sight. Um, mm-hmm. And so he is essentially wow. destroying what is what we see in the Bad Batch. We don't know exactly time-wise how it fits, like whether it's a few days, few weeks, few months, however long. It's very close in similarity. We don't know well, how long Cal- Castus was there. Um, before. it would be long enough to the fact that they had inquisitors and stuff that, like and that's that. that's my point. So it might be a little farther out, but again, he might have been there before the inquisitors actually got there. So there's a chance he's there. I don't know if we'll see him. I don't think so because that would be I mean it'd be, it might be cool to like see him in the background and just like a character walking by or something. Yeah, and that's and that's what I was thinking was gonna happen. I thought like maybe they'd run into like just some scrapper guild people and be like oh sorry like just bump into them or something and i was like because when i heard baraka and then i saw the shipyard i went no like are are they they're not gonna tap into this at all because there's there's definitely a possibility which would be very very cool um but we can just kind of start with what we're talking about right now and it's kind of towards the end of the episode but the scrapper guild calls the empire they, they see them um, and they're giving a call to the Empire. And, and after everything that happened in this episode, which we will get to, uh, it seems like we're headed in a direction where one, the Bad Batch is going to stay on the planet for at least one more episode. Uh, kind of feels like it's what it's setting up. Um, and that they're going to run into some Scrapper Guild workers plus possibly Crosshair. And we'll be getting the Crosshair storyline finally again uh, yeah. after a much, much long or a too long of a break, I should say. We haven't seen him since episode three. It's been four episodes. Wow. It's it's been four episodes since we've seen him. And we're finally getting that storyline again. Um, And it just so happened that the Bad Batch just got their chips out. So I want to pose a question. Um, Do we think that there's a possibility 
that Crosshair gets his chip out next episode. Oh, man. That didn't even cross my mind because, yeah, the the device that they use, I mean, it's right there. Perfectly intact. And, I mean, you could see a a scenario where they're they're fighting and Crosshair gets injured and his uh, replacements get defeated. Um, And then, you know, he has his inhibitor chip taken out. But does that change crosshairs as a as a character like does that immediately wipe away everything is it that easy something tells me it won't be that easy like even though that inhibitor chip will be gone he'll still be the uh you know there's always uh that that person who um you know is uh not easy when following orders you know and stuff like that and he could still be that guy i don't know it, I mean, there, there's, I, I saw a lot of people online talking in the fact, like, even if he does get a chip out, there's always still that possibility that he still puts his loyalties towards the empire. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. That's like, like he still, like, even if he does, like, there's always, like, what if, what if the Bad Batch sets up a plan, like, okay, we're going to get our buddy back. We're going to do what we can to get the chip out. They get it out, but he still goes to the empire. Like, that would be so defeating for Hunter, Tech, Wrecker, Echo. Um, it would just be such a defeating moment. Like they've been this whole time. They've been thinking about like, we want him back. We want him back. And whether or not they take the chip out or not, I personally think and slash want him to be strictly empire. I don't want him coming back. And it's not because I don't want him coming back. I think that there needs to be some kind of consequence for everything that's happening. Um, it would feel very strange for the five of them to get out. Okay as a crew in the middle of all this chip order 66 stuff. It would like there has, I'm not saying someone has to die, but it feels better to me. If one of them were to turn the consequence, the, the betrayal, the, the hurt. Um, it, it just, I think it fits better as a story personally. You never like redemption in the story. Not not when not when you you know make a. Bad You've thing. never once ever been like for Star Wars been like, yeah. I hope he goes back good. He always wait, 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 wait. what what about Kylo Kylo Ren? He wanted him to stay bad. It. I wanted him to stay bad. All right, we agree on something. Cool. Um, <laughs> I I don't think he that is the whole inhibitor. I think he's. On I think he's long gone. I, I I think that's what you're saying, right, Brian? Yeah, for the most part. Um. I, I, I think he's going to come down with a squad. Like, there's no way they're gonna just be able to go squad like, of like four or five, probably. Oh no, I think he's gonna have a, a decent really amount, probably. Um, so like full on Death Trooper numbers, like seven of them, probably. Like he's gonna have a, I think he's gonna have a decent amount. Where it would like it, there's no way that they could just grab him, do a medical procedure, and like that. Uh, I think if anything, crosshairs is going to show up. That medical thing is going to get destroyed, and that's like the last chance that they've had to get the chip out. Yeah, like that, like because they had to find have Rex find them that, and like. Do you like what else is there that they know of? <laughs> There's the one part where they're like, I mean, we can go back to Camino and you can do it there. And he's like, no, I'm good. <laughs> so like, 
outside of this one thing and the empire on Camino, where else are they going to be able to go to do this removal of chip? So I think, I think that ship's probably going to get destroyed. That medical machine is going to get destroyed and it's kind of like going to seal his fate as a bad guy. And yeah, I don't think there's redemption for him. I think he maybe like makes a, a nice choice at the end, but still for the most part, it's like he made his bed. Now he has to sleep in it. Yeah, pretty much. Gio, you had something? Uh, well, you guys are more deep into this um, than I am, but if that uh, ship were to get destroyed, would there be any other remaining clones or people who that would affect negatively? Like, as, uh, as outside part of the Bad Batch and Rex? and um, Depends so, how much you so like Commander Cody. Can, canon, well, so canon-wise... We only we know that there's a handful of clones that they remove their inhibitor chips, but also a handful that actually and I think it might be said in this episode too, um, that it just didn't affect them. Like like the chip just never went off for some of them. Um they were lucky enough to to it not have to work. Uh I don't think it would affect anybody negatively, but it raises the question as to how Rex would get Wolf and Gregor's chip out because mm. we know that in Rebels, when we meet up with Rex again, he has Wolf and Gregor. They have their chips out, and we have yet to see them since the end of the Clone Wars. Um, so, and I, I'm sure that maybe the Republic has, or not the Republic, the Rebellion has created some kind of machine, or Ahsoka and Rex figured something out, or, or Rex has some kind of contact or something, but. That's the bigger question because uh, he he ends up living a life with Wolf and Gregor for a long time before Kanan and everybody meets up with him. And how do they get their chips out if the machine is destroyed? I don't think we'll see that, though. I hope we do, though, because I want to I, I kind of want to see Rex go like. Maybe it's with the Bad Batch. They go searching for some clones to kind of help them after they got their chips out. Like, I would like to see that for like an episode or two where they go kind of like on a a rescue mission-esque of they know where some people are. Let's go get our homies back. Oh, and that's they, how they oh, run into Cody. And Cody's like, nah, bro, like, get out of my way. And they kill Cody. Yeah, they I'm down for anyone killing Cody. Cody. Like, That's fine. Hmm. Kill, um, kill real quick, before we move on, let's bring in our fourth member here, Mr. Obi-Wan Jacoby. He is here. What's up? Hey, guys. Sorry. Uh, I'm <laughs> all good, buddy. All good. Um, yeah, so, Jacob, we're in the middle of... Um, we, we kind of started the conversation off with whether or not crosshairs, we see his chip being removed slash being redeemed, coming back to the team or not. Do you have any thoughts on that before we move on? Yeah, I, I think they're going to try and unless they, you know, do it while he's unconscious somehow, I don't think he's going to allow them to even try to do it. I think they're going to try and somehow he's going to get out of it and probably lead to his death. Maybe. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. That could be interesting. We haven't talked about that yet. That's very interesting. Um, you, oh, sorry. No, 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 Gio, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, like, uh, there's another possibility where he actually kills one of the Bad Batch. Ooh. And then that just immediately, like, okay, that's it. We tried to help you. You fought. 
things went very wrong. We lost one of our own, and then we lost crosshairs. Who knows? I don't know. Also, what if they take it out and he still is like, nah, I'm with the Empire? We, we talked about that. There's the possibility of him stay, still loyal to the Empire. I just thought of that, and you guys obviously, obviously talked about it, and I think that actually is what's going to happen because that would be like the most shocking to everybody. Yeah. It would make sense. He would, of all people, he would be the like good soldiers follow orders. Exactly, type yeah. Uh -huh. With or without the chip. Uh -huh. So Well... Speaking of good soldiers uh, following orders, let's talk about Wrecker. Because th this was kind of the big the big thing in this episode, right? And it's been leading to it for the past couple episodes. They've been hinting at it heavily with, with the headaches and him holding his head. Last episode, we, we saw him kind of flicker into it a little bit and then come back. Um, he went full-fledged Order 66 in this episode. It went off. They were the Rex Wreck. And we can start with the Rex part where we first introduced get introduced to Rex in the episode because... He saw it right away. You can tell this guy's been through hell ever since we last saw him in the Clone Wars. Um, yeah. Not just in that moment, but battling things outside of that as well. Um, and he he shed some light to the Batch about what's happening, right? About how brothers just instantly turned and hinting that he instantly couldn't control it either. I mean, he attacked Ahsoka at the end of uh, in Season 7, and... Um, and he pulled for the pistol. He was very prepared to do whatever he needed to do. Oh, he was ready to take that record. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. But ultimately, uh, he decides to help them. Uh, and he finds the machine. And then while that's happening, uh, Rex mistakenly says, Order 66. And that seems to have triggered Wrecker's chip. And it's all out hell. And Wrecker cannot be stopped by any of them. Because obviously, look, he's the biggest. He's the most um brutal out of all of them if he was given the chance to be and it was a very haunting chilling moment especially the omega stuff my goodness um but like we've been waiting for this for a couple episodes did it pay off did it live up to the hype uh brian i'll start with you on this one um i don't know i think for the amount of episodes and that they have been talking about it. Like we've been like waiting for it to happen slash like, Oh, I've got a headache where you're just sitting there going like, Oh crap. Like this is going to be a thing. It went by pretty quickly. And I don't know if I ever really sensed any danger to anyone from him. So I don't know. Was I completely disappointed with it? No. Did I kind of want a little bit more? Yes. I didn't want to see someone die, but I definitely wanted no. to see someone severely get hurt. Yeah, like I wanted to see like I didn't I some, some kind of consequence. Yeah. It was just it was I mean, this has been going on for what feels like four or five episodes. Mm -hmm. And like his whole headache thing, we're like just waiting for it to go off. And then it just kind of like went off a little fight scene and then that was it. So I was just kind of like, I don't know. I was a little disappointed with it in the way like that it was. Did I want to see him like beat the crap out of Omega? No, like I'm not like a monster, but I don't know. It just kind of felt very uh, easy. I, I will say I think that 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 might have been the moment that they were kind of hoping people would have uh, clicked with is that he was about to kill Omega. 
Yeah. Um, right. They, he, it, it was, he wasn't going to stop because of, because of the chip and, and him being inside of order 66, essentially. Um, obviously he was stopped, but I think instead of hurting someone, that was the moment they're like, look, this is how serious this is. He was pointing a gun at a little girl and he was about to shoot her. Yeah. Um, I know we've been, we've been talking about like, well, is a Jedi going to show up? Is he going to kill someone? Is he going to hurt someone? But then you flip it on its head and be like, well, he was not slowing down up against a little girl who had no chance against him. Um, I think maybe we hyped our expectations up too much uh, because, it, like you said, it's been going on for a couple episodes. But, uh, yeah, it was, I guess, just because it did happen so quickly, like you said. But I, I think it did pay off in a little bit. Jacob, what about you? I actually think that that was all handled very well. I To me, it was... To me, it was about as violent as it could have been in this Disney era of like Clone Wars because I know the the original Clone Wars series was very violent, and then you know they kind of didn't do like lightsabers through the back coming out the front of people stuff anymore. So if, to me, this was like as violent as it could have been. Was it was it Tech or Omet or Tech or um, Echo who was gonna take the chip out of him and he grabs him by the throat? tech so i actually was like oh my goodness like if obviously they wouldn't do this but like if it was like a more violent thing he would have just crushed his throat right there Uh, for a half second i thought exactly for a split second i thought because we talked about this like they it was tech right so we talked about if any member of the bad batch were to die would probably be tech and i was like oh my goodness are they really going to do this right now but then obviously he threw him and then he beats the crap out of hunter like he was he would have killed Hunter right there. He would have killed Omega. And you could see him even when Omega's aiming the gun at him and then he's aiming the gun at her and she's saying, but you're my friend. And he, you could see him kind of hesitating, but still going through with killing her if he wasn't stopped. So it to me, it was pretty violent. And I think he was trying to kill them, but he was conveniently stopped like right before doing so each time so i thought this was going to carry over a few like i thought this storyline of just getting the chip out of records head was going to be like two or three episodes but they did it all in one episode which is maybe my one you know where it changed uh compared to my expectations yeah so did i geo yeah, pretty much the same. Uh, I stand by. I, I, I mean, because for such a big subplot, they they wrapped it up pretty quickly. Um, and I like how the theatrics turned up as uh, Wrecker was chasing Omega. I mean, the music got serious. Uh, the place got extra dark. It looked like it was thunderstorms outside or something. And it just, uh, I can imagine it was horrifying for a little kid to watch. Um, going back to, I think it was Brian who said, you know, Wrecker's hand was on uh, the dude's throat and he could have snapped it. Maybe a part of Wrecker was still fighting. You know, maybe that's also why he uh, was a little hesitant as far as Omega goes. I mean, I, I hadn't, I didn't think for one bit that for one second that she was going to die um, because she's like the heart of the show. There's no way you kill her off. Um, but, you know, maybe this uh, is just a setup you know that oh it can work it worked for record maybe it works for crosshair and then it goes terribly wrong in the next episode so who knows uh 
but yeah, for my own personal, I thought it for such a big subplot, it wrapped up a little bit too quickly for me. So, I mean, it's it could still have some kind of implications, right? I mean, it, it, we there 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 is a chance we could see something happen next episode, and maybe something like Wrecker has some kind of PTSD or or something because he does remember he had that moment with Omega apologizing to her and everything, and uh, out of all of the Bad Batch, he's the one to kind of emotionally it'll affect him the most because he kind of has that almost in a way kid personality to him um and so there there definitely could be some consequences with him um it is funny though i i there was someone online i don't know where it was maybe a twitter or something had said now that they have their chip out will wrecker not be afraid of heights anymore because like did the chip affect him in any way that could Mm. change or alter the the way that they go about their business um like maybe the chip implants certain abilities in them or thought processes that might differ now that the chip is out it's an interesting theory or idea i don't know if it'll come to light but it could change the way we see these characters or the way they go about things now that the chips aren't in their heads hmm i think it's That's just more interesting. this big monster of a character like size wise and everything and him being afraid of something like heights it's yeah. just kind of like funny. I think it's more along those lines than something that's controlled personally. Cause it's well, like, I thought, Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, what else is he afraid of? He pretty much runs into battle. Yeah. He does all this stuff. And then like, whenever he gets to something, he's like, Oh, this is a little high. <laughs> and that's like, it's just kind of funny. Yeah. That, well, he did that. He did that with the, uh, with the wire, right? Yeah. Which, which, how does that little wire hold him? By the it way, it would have never held it. Right? It barely when even I moved. Saw, when I saw them do that, I was like, yeah, this guy's going down. It's a kid star. That that's where the show becomes a kid star Wars show. Yeah, oh yeah. That type for of stuff. sure. Which we have to keep in mind, right? It's not just for adults. So yeah. Oh, well, yeah. But right. I thought the inhibitor chips um made them not afraid of stuff. So I think because they were like um you know, they're the bad batch, so it doesn't affect them the same way. It, obviously, the chip doesn't affect them as strongly or accurately as it did the other clones. So I think maybe now that the chip's out of them, maybe we'll get to see more of, like, the real human side of them because they're all, like, always ready to go into battle and stuff. So maybe it goes the other way where maybe he's more afraid of heights and maybe we start to see some more humanistic things within Hunter and Tech as well. That's an interesting way of looking at it. Any thoughts on that? No, go ahead. I have something else I was going to say. No, go ahead. ahead. (laughs) Oh, no. I just, did you see what, (laughs) not that it has any plot purpose or anything, but Thomas just posted like their ships and he, uh, Rex showed up in a, uh, Republic Y Wing. Oh, yeah. I saw that. I I saw Hmm. the, the, the head of the ship. Honestly, their ship, the Bad Batch's ship, is one of the dopest looking ships. Well, I so it's yes, so but cool. I will say, Brian, to, to the Y Wing part, that's the ship that Rex left in at the end of the Clone Wars. Oh, he yeah. left he left in a Y Wing. Remember, he he caught Ahsoka yeah. as she was skydiving in a Y Wing. That's right. Oh, that's right. yeah. That's right. Um, nice. So he yeah, he has the same ship. Um well, while we're on the, the 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 topic right now, let's talk about Rex for a little bit because he is clearly working with the rebellion or what is the rebellion at this moment in time? Uh, we don't know who he's talking to exactly. 
the the question was answered with the Martez sisters from last week very quickly that they were talking to Rex, who now they now he went to go find the Bad Batch. But now another mystery candidate is in is in the works with whoever Rex is talking to about a rendezvous. I don't know if we'll ever see who he's talking to, whether or not we'll see Rex again. It almost felt like this was like a farewell for Rex, the way that it kind of ended. Um, you don't think he's talking to Ahsoka? I think he's well. No, I think he's probably talking to Ahsoka. But at this moment in time, Ahsoka is is in hiding in her novel. Um, she's she's doing her own thing, and so she's actually she's not fulcrum until the end of that novel. Uh, and so there's a chance that he's actually talking to to uh, Bail Organa. That would um, make the most sense. Ba- like, Bail Organa would make the most sense because he was the one spearheading everything. Every every, which I hope we rebellion see. Rebellion beginning. Him is tied to, to bail like anytime you tell a origin of a beginning of rebellion it always this guy always seems to find his way rightfully so because it literally started with him but hi Sardrew. but Hello. uh ah mr swift um but yes i i would assume it's bail do you guys think that we're gonna see rex the rest of the season yes hmm it's tough because you're right. It did feel like a goodbye for now. Like he like walked thing. in like to the fog and like disappeared. And they were like, if you ever need us, you know where to find that us. That feels like, like a farewell. Like, come um, on. But I think it could be like, a, all right, they're going to, it's going to play in later in the season. Maybe Rex is going to need them for something. And he goes back and asks for their help. And that's where we see them involved in the rebellion a little bit. Well, I, he, he's, he said we could use a group with your skill, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So unique. Mm-hmm. So it would make sense. And I think we talked about this last week that like whether it's one season or multiple seasons, and maybe it was just me who had these thoughts, but I would love to see the series end or at some point in the middle, them transition and us realizing that they actually worked for the rebellion. Just like yeah. in secret. Like they were kind of like these mystery agents for the rebellion doing jobs. Well, to be um, honest, around the- they survive that's like the only real way other and than- that's what i'm saying like may- maybe at some point after they're done with sid after they're kind of finding their place after the whole crosshair stuff like once they figure out how to like how to operate inside the galaxy maybe that is when they call rex or or they get a hold of someone and they start doing jobs for the rebellion or whatever like um what do they call a cell of the rebellion a cell of yeah. uh, what they call them in, in rebels and uh, I kind of feel like that's where it's headed, especially now that Rex is involved a little bit, um, and and they know that they can contact him. But I mean, I don't know how you guys feel about that. Gee, what about you? One hundred percent, we're going to see Rex again. Okay, uh, maybe not this season, but maybe next. If there is a next season, if there's not a next season, then this season. Okay, but I mean, just go back to when the uh, the sisters, Martez, what their name, Mar- the Martez. what? Martez, Martez, sisters. Martez sisters. We're talking about the Bad Batch to Rex. Rex was like, okay, let me go see what's up. Rex is there chilling at the bar or wherever uh, Sid's place is. He looks watching. so badass in that cloak, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah he did. I thought it was a Jedi. <laughs> so did I. He looked he looked dope as hell. This was like the most badass they ever portrayed Rex, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. like, don't mess with this guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then it's the little moments, you know. It's Rex's reaction when he sees uh, the importance of how – Omega and the Bad Batch's friendship is, you know, when she when Omega is like, oh, I don't know if this is a good idea. Like, what if something bad happens? 
and then Hunter is comforting her, and then Rex is looking and just like, wow, there's definitely something here with these, uh, you know, clones. You know, they're um, they definitely live up to the the hype. And then the very last message, they didn't have to, he didn't have to say it, but he said it anyway. He said, if you're ever in a bind, you know how to reach us. Yep. And you don't throw in a line like that unless you leave open the door that he's going to come back. You could have just easily did the, he walks into the fog and that's it. Nope. But they threw in that line. And for me, that's enough to make me believe we'll see him again. I, I do want to touch on it. Uh, the moment between him and Omega was great where she was like, Oh, you're a first generation. Cause of the lines on your face. Mm-hmm. Um, almost, almost like implying a little bit of aging for him. Um, yeah. But it was a really cool moment. And then uh, him kind of Rex is one of the older characters we've ever had. He's been around since the beginning of the Clone Wars. Um, and he was obviously he's obviously last for a very long time in Star Wars. But uh, him kind of seeing Omega as well was also pretty cool, too. Like this very different style of clone, this very different clone. Um, nothing to do. It has nothing to do with like who she is or whatever, but seeing him kind of recognize that type of character. And like Gio mentioned, their connectivity with the Bad Batch and Omega was pretty cool as well. Who's Order 66 so, chip just went off? Oh. What? I hear something. I don't know. I said, Who's Order 66 chip just went off? You don't hear it? No, someone's... Oh, there. Now it went off. Okay. It's not, in, it's not me. <laughs> what is happening right now? It was no, there. I don't know. Like a house alarm. There's like a beep. Uh, oh, like an really? al- there's like an alarm going off. Yeah. It just oh, sounded like an alarm. Or- I, I was joking. No, boop, boop. There you go. <laughs> okay. Okay, continue. Sorry. It was funny. Oh, no, I didn't hear a single thing. Probably my fan. But, anyways, it, correct, do we know Rex's endgame? Have we seen Rex either die or. So he is in Return of the Jedi, Geo. Did they actually it's confirmed. that? It's confirmed show me because i've i've said that before and i could have sworn you've told me that it wasn't no it is well he has a full-on beard in clone wars right yeah um i don't know i I want someone definitively saying that that's him not just like something because i've i've said it before and someone has shot me down so but anyways uh rex as he's not dead. We've never heard of him dying, if that's what you're asking. As far as we know, the last time we saw him is in Rebels, right? Or, I mean, if you, not counting Return of yes. the Jedi. Yeah, would be yeah. Rebels. And he's still alive, I'm right? To think if there's a book if that he should. No, the last time, sorry, the last thing we see him is in Rebels. Yes, it is Rebels. But I know what you're talking about, Jake. There's been speculation that he's in. Yeah, I know. I know exactly. Re- Jedi, regardless yeah. of whether or not the character seen in the Return of the Jedi actually is Commander Rex, it's now been confirmed he did fight in the Battle of Endor. Okay, which so that- means that at least one clone was there to see the Empire defeated, fighting until the very end for a cause they chose to believe. Well, in. if we see scenes after Return of the Jedi in the rebels finale right do we see rex at that point or no, no. i no. i can't remember because okay. so we we see all of the characters who are From not, rebels like who are original not part, well that but who are not actually part of the rebellion at that point okay. Hera is off with jason mm-hmm. uh, ahsoka and sabine and then um uh why am i forgetting his name right now uh david oyelowo's character the empire who oh, turned yeah, yeah, yeah. uh callus 
Yeah, Dallas was 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 Zeb and mm -hmm. reached the planet with their home with their family. I was like, "Who are you talking?" Um, <laughs> and then Rex Rex was the only one who was still actually part of like the army fighting rebellion at that point. Oh, okay. They have to show us him witnessing the empire's fall, right? I mean, I feel like that would be something that would be so. I mean, if they ever confirm, there has to be one character. Once, like if there's payoff, if there is a clone that's gonna make it the that farthest, it's gonna be Rex. So this this was concept art of Rex uh, drawn, and this is what he looks like in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. So I've seen that, and his beard matches perfect. Oh, you were talking about on Rebels, he has a beard, right, Gio? Yeah. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, dude, Rex is kind of like the right there. Look, look at this, that guy. Look at that. Yeah. Oh wow, that's dope. Yeah. So Gio, if there's anyone <laughs> that's lived the longest as a clone, it's Rex, for sure. And he and he ages very slowly. Yeah. Very slowly. So he could still be around during the sequel trilogy, right? Or no? Yes, but he's probably really old at that point. Yeah. He's probably older. At I would point. say he's, so he's probably not, not. He's not making it through Rise. He's not. Like, well, he's probably not, he's probably not fighting. Right? I mean, actually, he might be fighting. Maybe maybe Hera's like, Hera called him like, hey, man, I know you're still alive. Come fly pilot with me while we fight the Emperor. Or Gunner. Like, yeah. Red. Like, Maybe. I don't know. Right. It's I mean, we see the ghost show up, right? <laughs> ghost is in rise. Hera could have been like, hey, bro, I know you're still out there. Come yeah. fight with me. He could just gun the ship like Wedge did, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Remember that guy you thought you killed on Endor or that you know, <laughs> you're right. don't right? we don't know how. But okay. dude, Rex is everywhere, man. He's like R2D2 and C3PO, where they like been there from everything. I, <laughs> I can I cannot wait to see him in live action. Oh my god. I'm surprised I cannot wait to see him on my It's it's gonna be amazing. Whether it's in Mando season three or Ahsoka, it's happening, and I cannot wait to see it. Tamir Morrison playing Rex. Come on. It'll be oh, it would be the same guy. And and that mask, that helmet in like and he's aged perfectly for Let's it right go. now. Like he can play that. Come on. Yeah. I'm I mean, so down. I don't know if Book of Boba would put it but i would say either well, boba or season three wait, where is he follow. during ahsoka the ahsoka series because well, it we don't know yet we don't know because ahsoka takes place during the mandalorian timeline mm, i know this is a tangent but did you guys hear the this news about book of boba fett today mm -hmm. uh, it finished wrapping mm -hmm. or, no there's gonna be flashbacks between empire strikes back and return of the jedi at the time we never saw really let's go Wow. I thought you were talking about there's going to be a season two, but they already announced that a while ago, right? They're uh, basically going to have Boba flashbacks. of No, so, well, no, Jacob, Book of Boba Fett is being considered as Mando 2.5, is what yeah. they're saying. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's like okay. it's like Captain America Civil War was exactly. to the Avengers. Exactly. Timeline. Exactly. So we don't get Mandalorian season three until next year right we don't get it for a while so and they said that yeah. there's going to be heavy cameos in this series both present day and flashbacks and it's already been confirmed that bosk is showing up baby give me the story right. that is being told right now the war of the right. if, if, if that is told i will lose oh that would be a my good one. crap uh, lose my jacob did you read that comic yet not yet. No, no, no. Oh I need my to, god, Jacob! I actually so read it. What you guys are talking about? Hey, log log into my comicsology and read it, Jacob. <laughs> log in and read it. 
Okay. I uh, yeah. Wait, Brian, you don't have it? I know, but oh, I you know of it. You haven't read it. Yes. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> it's so I've funny. read everything but the newest it's one so because I cannot find it online. It's so <laughs> good. I have it. So if you guys want yeah. my comicologies, let me know. I know. Um, uh, all right, back back to Bad Batch. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, any we've any... now started talking longer than the episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, any any final thoughts here on episode seven, uh, Battle Scars? Uh, anything that we didn't touch on? Anything that someone wants to talk about before we kind of wrap up and head out? I liked the episode. It was a good episode. I thought it was a very strong episode, personally. Yeah, so do I. Well, this is the honestly like this is the biggest episode so not i don't mean lengthwise i just mean this is the thing where the most important stuff happens yes arguably other than crosshairs changing sides in the beginning of the season this the, is like we, we have to we have to moment we can't include so the, we can't include the premiere on anything when we talk like this. you're right the premiere will yeah, trump yeah, it. yeah. it'll trump yeah everything. hopefully I, I, the finale beats the premiere i'm hoping but <laughs> yeah. um I but no, this is the most important so, episode since the premiere yes. And even if you didn't, even if it's not your favorite, I think it's the most important. And I, I like, I've watched the episodes twice, but not like twice before we do the show today. And I watched it last night and I watched it this morning because I was just, I, I really enjoyed it. it. It might be my favorite episode since, uh, since the, or the premiere because important stuff is happening. Well, the, and the, the big thing here is that like, uh, they didn't know about it. Obviously they're still very much learning about the inhibitor chip and like this whole thing with order mm -hmm. 66, but, but now they don't have to worry about it. The yeah. chip is gone. They yeah. are, they, they are now free to do whatever they want. Just like Rex is right. That, that was always the big question with them is, is like record. For example, they were doing these jobs, but when was his chip going to go off? Now that's always a matter of when it was always a matter of when, yeah. not yeah. That, that, that question is now out the window for the Bad Batch. They are free. They are good. They are allowed to function as bounty hunters, citizens, mercenaries, whatever it may be. Really? Um, and it's going to be interesting because now, now they are going to be able to go find their place in the galaxy after all of the, the, the Republic and the Empire stuff. Once the Crosshair stuff finishes up, um, it's going to be very interesting to see where these characters go. And we have nine episodes left. It's, it's going to I... I think we are about to really start seeing Omega stuff after this episode. I think next episode is heavy Omega. I think, well, I, I'm not going to say next episode. I'm going to say the episode after next episode, I feel like is clearly going to be them trying to get off the planet. Yeah. I, is there anyone really doubting that? Cause of the way the scrapper guild was like, Call the Empire, they're here. So, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would assume get, the whole next episode is going to be that story. Yes. I'm getting off the planet. For, after that, we are getting into it, Omega stuff. I, that's my take. Like, because at some point, we need to know what it, her deal is, mm -hmm. other than just a kid. Like, I mean, she dropped, I was never given an inhibitor chip. Like that, I mean, mm. that's something that's important. Well, so like, and I think that's because she was never on the order, uh, the well, order yeah. of clones. Like, no, like, Boba, she, like she, she was never supposed to be a soldier. I don't like, think. like exactly. Boba Fett. Yeah. Boba Fett was a separate thing, right? That's why he never had an inhibitor. Same thing with her. Well, and she's also completely different from 
every other clone. But I mean, at some point now that, I mean, it was pretty obvious that the first story they were going to tell was them getting their chips out like that, because that's just a ticking time bomb. Well, that bomb has now finally exploded. We're good. What is the next chunk you kind of really need to tell her story? So next episode will be them getting off. And then we're probably going to start jumping into her thing. And then it must, it has to wrap up with crosshair, right? You think that's maybe what it comes down to? Like this the very last episode? Like the yeah. last kind of story arc. Probably. I don't see crosshair being a long villain. That, that's what, and we have 16 episodes, which makes this very interesting. And the, I mean, and we also have to think about if this just is one season, like there's that, there is a possibility that where this just is one season, it'll all be wrapped up very, fairly quickly. That's true. What are you, okay, can I ask, hmm. what does everyone think how many seasons this will go? I'm thinking yep. two. I think two as well. Yeah, they'll probably do a second season. I think, I think two. two it, it'll be a second season until they, figure out their plans for another animated show. That'll be a long running show. I can say yeah. two max three, which is what they did with rebels and resistance. Like they're two seasons, four seasons. They're now they're not stretching these series too thin. Resistance was two seasons, right? Yeah. They're not stretching them too thin um, by going too far. So I, I see it going no, no less than two, but no more than three. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I think two makes sense because there's no way they tell their whole story in nine episodes. Like, so I don't think it's, I don't think this is the last season, but it's not going to be more than three. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. I want to see a second season where they're full blown mercenaries or something, man. Like away from the Empire stuff. Well, like I think season two will be them working with the rebellion, like we just talked about. That's possible. I think that's too. what it'll be. That's very possible too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could very well see some ties into Andor in a way. Could you imagine seeing them in live action? Holy <laughs> I mean, that would be <laughs> this Tamara Morrison's going to be doing so much crap if we. I think they would get different actors for these. Yeah, because they could realistically just put their helmets on the whole time. Yeah, I guess that's true. And they look a little different too than they do than they, the, reg, they than the regs. You are, I mean, Hunter looks like Rambo, so just get Sly Stallone to play him. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like you can That really... would be great. That'd be it's so an dope. Old, an older, an older version. Like Sly Stallone, let's go. And it's not like you can just, like, make Tamar Merson look like Wrecker. It's just... Or like... Tech, or, or Echo. Like, just get actors yeah. to play them. Like, yeah, that's true. Either way, I, I honestly think that you could... It's funny, after I said it, I could honestly see you them trying to or dropping some Andor stuff, like a character. Because we just heard that um, uh, Forrest, Forrest Whitaker is going to be in Andor. Well, we've already met him in Bad Bad. So maybe animated Andor shows up as a little kid or something when they're working at Yavin 4 or something. So who knows? It's very interesting. A lot of connectivity between Star Wars. A lot of things coming, obviously. The timeline is kind of gluing itself back together with a lot of this stuff in Bad Batch. Um, but yes, that's going to wrap up Fandalorian Club today, everybody. Thank you guys so much for watching. All of you, uh, to all of you who have been commenting along, Sarju, 
Um, oh goodness, Mr. or Mrs. Diasi. I don't know how to say your first name. I apologize. Jesse, uh, thank you guys so much for joining us, hanging out. Uh, we do this show every Friday at 4 o'clock Pacific right here on Apocalypse Movies. Uh, we also have Marvel Rewind on Wednesdays at 7.30 where we are covering Loki. Um, and we are deep diving into theories and discussions on that show because that one's going to be full of it. And then our main show every week is on Apocalypse Now on Tuesdays at 7 o'clock right here on this channel. Pacific time. Everything's Pacific time for us. Uh, all the links are in the description below, Twitter handles, information for our channel, all that good stuff. So for the whole crew here, Jacob, Brian, Gio, and myself, we are the Fandalorian Club. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We'll catch you guys next week, and may the Force be with you.